Hi, folks. This is Griffin McElroy, your baby, baby brother. And this is Travis McElroy, your middleest brother. And what you're about to hear is um, the first episode of the Max Fun Drive 2017. Welcome to the Slam and Come On and Jam and all that. Justin's not here, by the way, because um, he got slammed and jammed. Yeah. He, he literally got turned into a basketball and got dunked through a hoop. And um, he fell into a cartoon uh, alternate universe and he got put through a hoop. And, like, he needs surgery and stuff now. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, but you know what? That's it's the risk you take when you play with the monsters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You in the, in the game of jams, you win or you die. Exactly. Or, well, Justin lost and lived, but anyway, um, that's all beside the point. What you need to know about this episode: one, we recorded it in Portland hours before our Portland live show. Which, by the way, hey Portland, what's up? Thanks for coming out on Saturday. We had a good time and a good night with you. Um, that live episode, we are probably going to save until after the Max Fun Drive, but it was super fucking fun and very weird and really long. It was like our longest live show ever, um, so it was a blast. The other thing you should probably know about this episode, um, how should, what's a good way to put this? It's, okay, so we recorded it, uh, in, in a hotel room all together using, uh, a new setup, and there's, a some minor audio issues, Travis sounds like he's maybe recording from a well or something. You can, listen, don't let Griffin oversell it. You can totally understand everything I say, and you can hear me. It just sounds like Griffin and Justin made me record in the hallway yes. while they were in uh, the hotel room. Travis Travis got put in the boo-boo box. Anyway, um, that's not great. And also, there's a little bit of static interference that pops up every now and then. It's not like uh, It's not like super loud or anything like that, but it's kind of annoying. we're recording this because like it's max fun drive and the last thing we want you to think is like that we just kind of shit some stuff out uh we recorded like a dozen podcasts last week and we actually have a lot more to record this week too and so um this was sort of like the only way we could do this one and we just didn't realize that it wasn't up to our normal standards and that is regrettable considering it's the first week of the max fun drive and uh we hope it doesn't reflect uh poorly on us or like what we think of the drive or you the the listeners for supporting us um because this episode aside we really do spend your money to improve the show (laughs) technically um so so yes we are we are sorry for the somewhat poor quality of the audio of this episode but that said i i will say there were some moments in this where i was laughing my head off because like we're so very rarely just just a little teaser we do finally nail down our pitch for Austin Powers 4. So yes, like it's a very exci- there's very exciting very important stuff to the canon of the podcast. So um first off, thank you all for listening. Thank you all uh for being members of the Max Fun Network. We're going to talk a lot about that in in the actual episode, but um it really does mean a lot um that you all would support us and help us to um grow and like do stuff like travel to portland and do a fun live show there and um do do all this stuff we really appreciate you very very much the other thing as sort of a mea culpa sort of an apology for the less than awesome audio quality of this episode we're gonna be putting out another thing this probably later this week don't you think yeah definitely maybe thursday or friday somewhere in there um that we also recorded while we were in portland um, and we can't give away, I don't want to give away too much about this thing that we recorded. It could turn out to be the pilot of the next serial is this what is I'll, true. I'll, I'll say yeah. that. I'll also say we recorded this episode that you're about to hear before the live show. We recorded this other thing after the live show. And let's just say there was a unique wink, wink, wink energy in the space. Wink, wink, wink. So that will be up, uh, later this week. Um, but in the meantime, like... Brace yourselves for a little bit of audio issues, but, like, 
an episode that I'm actually really proud of, and I would have been really sad if we had had to to dump it. So I'm very glad that you can listen. Still totally listenable. So don't it's let por- this turn you por- off. Portland is just an audio wormhole because the live show, the only live show we've never published, got ed up in Portland too. There's just there's I, I love Portland, man. Love getting to the port city. There's audio demons and gremlins mm-hmm. all Sasquatches. over. Audio Sasquatches, Sasquatches. All over. white noise, just all over, just trying to creep on you. Anyway, um, that's it for this uh, uh, apology press conference. Any questions? Maximumfun.org forward slash donate if you want to just get it out of the way now. Okay, yes, and then you're legally allowed to skip all the Max Fun Drive spots in this episode. Okay, let's uh, let's get right to it. The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar. But not too familiar But not too Hello, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin, Tyler McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis, Tyler McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> um, you'll pay for the whole Tyler, but you'll only use the end. Um, did you send out questions, Travis? I did. Hi. This is, uh, first, foremost, welcome. To Max Fun Drive. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And we decided to do something real fucking special for you this time, which is to say, we just ate a bunch of voodoo donuts, and I'm just fucking feeling it so hard, yeah, dude. this is the donut. What's a good, catchy, zingy... The Don- donut, skip this episode. No, yeah. that's not a good... That's really donuts good. for donuts. No, the donutagon, the donutahedron. Donutahedron. Donut- like, we had spaghetti again, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is the... So- this is the follow up because we're jacked we're on, fucking jacked on jacked nuts. on sugar. sugar we're in portland we're doing uh our portland live show and you know we're all in the same room so we thought let's just make a very special this is a episode. chill can you take a picture of this chill ass i mean not during the podcast yeah maybe not during that. Yeah, maybe but we're, we're travis has this hooked up to the lav mics which is weird because i feel i need that fucking totem of comedy in front of me that yeah can, it just feels like we're talking to each other i hate it yeah. i need that big metal comedy dong in front of me that i can just sort of shout into <laughs> so it's weird like i'm just like looking at you and talking and like is this being recorded and i look down at this dumb little doohickey on my chest and i'm like oh yeah this is this is good so wait so you say you sent questions i did episode 347 i literally titled it 347 max fun drive week one recorded live in portland oh you said it like a grip ago dude you sent it on march 16th that was yeah. two days yeah ago. that was before st patrick's day i was prepared um, so there let's, was, let's there, first start off with this let's first start off with this let's, let's, let's start off with, let's start with this justin's pointing at me so it's a vote i want to start okay. off with this well hold on mine was oh, no i both i want to start off oh, okay oh, okay I don't have anything. Okay. okay. I got on an elevator last night uh, when I got here to Portland at, at 12.45 a.m. with a, a St. Patrick's Day celebrant <laughs> who smelled so much like two people's yards that it made me not want to be in the elevator with him. 
And so Portland just goes hard. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know y'all went hard. You don't see that on the Portlandia comedy show. You don't see people going fucking deep in the paint when <laughs> to don't celebrate St. Patrick's Great Sacrifice. I'll balance that out by saying I went to Rose and Thistle, local favorite Rose and Thistle, had a nice, pleasant corned beef and cabbage and a Guinness. Everybody was very chill, and I left. Now, granted, this was 5 o'clock, so I don't think we'd hit peak celebration time. Yeah. But speaking of celebration, hey, let's what celebrate. I want what I wanted to start off with is it's week one of Max Fun Drive, and we're going to tell you all about it as we go through. But right now, MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. You know what? Listen, there's going to be two weeks of people giving you really good reasons why you should donate. Why not just do it now? And it's like, I'm done. Yeah, I agree. And get that all out of the way. Skip those parts. Yeah, then you're legally allowed to fast forward through the parts of this show that you don't want to listen to. So if you have been waiting for the perfect time to become a Max Fund donor, it's now. (laughs) It's the My Brother, My Brother, and Me Fast Pass. (laughs) Go ahead and and donate now. But listen, if you try to fast forward and you didn't donate, we'll know and we'll shock your finger. Yeah. I have been waiting to reveal this to you until we were all recording. Last night, I arrived in the evening, uh, a few hours after my brother Travis did, and I called him to say, what well, you know what I'm about to say. Yes, it is. I called him and I said, where are you at? He said, I'm in the hotel. I'm right above you. So I would go up to his uh, room. Uh, uh, he said, I just, you know, when I called, he said, I just got dessert. Come on up. And I was like, okay, cool. I go up. My little brother Travis has ordered three discreet Desserts Zert, for himself. Oh, that's with no. no knowledge of my presence. Travis has ordered three discreet desserts. When I asked him, when I inquired, what would possess him to get three discreet desserts? desserts? He told me I was bored. So <laughs> that is God. not. That's. I don't think that that. I wanted to. Yeah, I, okay. Listen. What were the three desserts? First off, let me thank you. First, it was. I believe it was a peanut chocolate bomb with uh, salted caramel. Um, and then there was a, like, vanilla ice cream and chocolate brownie number, and a set of three creme brulees, or as I like to call them, creme delays. Why? Because <laughs> they make me think of Delay Hill. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, Love and that so guy. I had three creme delays, and. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's fucked up and said it that way once. <laughs> Like and and uh, Mr. Hill, will you have dessert? Uh, creme du lait. I mean, ah, shit, shit. And I, I had not intended to eat all three of them. I just wanted to sample what life in Portland hotels was like. Yeah, that is a good. This is a good hotel, though. I'm enjoying yeah, this nice. hotel. The Hotel Eastland is where we're. Well, staying. yeah, people won't hear this till after we're out of it. Yeah, we're Hotel Eastland, room two hundred five. Yeah, better luck. Better luck next time, murderers. <laughs> You'll never murder us this time. You'll catch That's, us on the next is, go round. This is gonna be really sad if we do get murdered. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> this is released posthumously. Um, um, should we get 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 going? Yeah, we're let's gonna get, tell you We're gonna tell you about the Max Fun Drive and the cool. Just go stuff donate. You You'll earn. get cool stuff. We really yeah. need it and appreciate it. Maximumfun.org forward slash donate. Donate. I'm a busboy at a popular chain restaurant, and I need some advice. I frequently work long shifts that begin early in the morning and end in late afternoon with no break. And I have a tendency to skimp on breakfast. So bad. Tim Ferriss says you need 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking up. Who says this? Tim Ferriss. Four-hour work week, four-hour body. Oh, I don't know who that is. Chris, slow-carb diet. Slow-carb? Slow-carb? Yeah, it's uh, like low-carb. It's like low-carb minus cheese and dairy plus beans. So beans at every So you go to the Cheesecake Factory and you just really take your time. No, you don't. No, what? You're not listening to me. Travis, should we turn the air conditioner off, you think? I'm worried it's going to No, listen, this is... I want people to know what it feels like to be in a hotel room. Okay, well, we're we're nice and cool. No, I've been doing it. That's why I was so hyped about donuts, 
actually why I'm so kind of surprised you didn't drop this bomb. We'll get back to this question in a second. Uh, um, I've been doing the slow carb diet, so yeah. I've only been eating like no no sugar, nothing white, no milk, no dairy, no sugar, no fruit, no. Well, this is a bad diet if it's like don't fruit it up, dude. Uh, now, did your ants? Do you think your ancestors had easy accessibility to fruit? Yeah, yes, it's like up, they just like looked up in a tree no, and they're like, "Let's no. eat those." There's some red we don't stuff that up here. That's weird. Fructose is sugar. It's sugar, guys. Hey, guys, it's sugar. So wait, you're telling me that you have the inside scoop that fruit is bad? Fruit's for bad. You. you heard it here first. Fruit is sugar. Like you're dropping okay. on me. Okay, you're dropping on me. Hold on, we'll get back no, to the question no. in a second. Fruit is bad for you. <laughs> Signed, Justin Macro. No, if I was a person of a healthy weight, fruit in moderation would be good for me. I'm not. But once you get overweight, <laughs> you're not allowed to have because fruit now anymore. Fruit is bad for no, you. because it's just sugar, guys. It's a high. Sh- okay, Travis, where does sugar come from? No, tell me. I'm. I'm not. This bees. is not a joke. Bees. Okay. Bad space. Where does sugar come from, Travis? Not space. You Travis, know where does sugar space. come from? Uh, it comes from cane, Justin, okay, which is a plant, plant that grows from yeah, okay. the ground. So why is it that if you eat a bunch of that plant? That's a bad thing you should avoid for diets. But if you eat one that looks process. like runts, then it's fine. Well, runts is a great... Well, you, you've complicated this by bringing runts into the equation because I look at these little guys and I'm like, is it fruit or no? Because it, looks, <laughs> it sure as hell looks like it. Um, so, so They should make candy shaped like vegetables. I have to eat 30 grams of protein within 30 minutes of waking. Or with, you will die. With beans. <laughs> it's so like fucking, morning, it's like that Jason Statham movie. Every morning keep... I wake up and eat like four scrambled eggs and a bunch of lentils and black beans and vegetables sometimes within 30 minutes of waking. Sydney says, and I quote, that is not a smell I ever want to wake up to again. I have no choice. That's why I have how's to. Your, uh, how's your, and I don't want to be blue here, so let's be um, delicate, but how's your how's your 9 a.m. constitutional? <laughs> how's your beamers? <laughs> Not not applicable. Uh, but anyway, on the seventh day... You just put the questions down. This show is... Justin just made the decision of, well, I'm not going back to this. No, I'm going back to it. I just want to say that one of the things is on the seventh day, on Saturday... Justin rests. <laughs> That day is just Justin. Pretty much, because I have to eat like a garbage person. What? No, this is a bad diet. So that's why... I was so excited, and why at 6 a.m. this morning, when Griffin woke up to use the bathroom, I was sitting in my bed with a laptop on my lap, and Griffin said, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking at donuts. <laughs> because I was planning to eat my, my donuts like a garbage person. This um, is a... Th- did you consult, a, like, a, a, a physician or a teacher? Yeah, I got or... one that I know pretty well. Okay, all right. Uh, can we... You want to get back into the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Where were we? Busboy to popular chain restaurant. Busboy to popular chain restaurant needs some advice. Work long shifts that begin early in the morning and late in the afternoon with no break, and I have a tendency to skimp on breakfast. About a week ago, I was five-ish hours into a shift after having eaten nothing but banana in the morning, and I was getting to the hunger level where I start to feel sick. Seeing no other options, I took an I took an untouched plate of biscuits back into the kitchen and had a couple bites. I took no joy in this and, qu- <laughs> and quickly went back to work. When I got home, I recounted the dark deed I had committed to my friends, and they said not only is it not gross to eat a stranger's unwanted food, but they encouraged me to do it all the time and with foods that are tastier than biscuits. Not applicable, but fine. Uh, I love my friends, but I have seen them eat off the ground and out of the trash, so I don't really trust their judgment here. My friends are raccoons. How nasty am I for doing what I did? Should I throw away all caution and dignity in the wind and eat a rando's mac and cheese? That's from Damiao. 
The thing is, is this is fine right up until the point where you are observant. Yes. It's like, yeah, okay, you ate a bite off that thing. Cool. Now picture that. But your boss is there? Or is the, this fine? Or, I'm sorry, I, I'm so on the side of just eat the fucking food. Don't throw good food in the garbage can. That's so mm-hmm. wasteful. We're a huge problem with waste but, in this country. But... If I go to Bob Evans and those were my biscuits that I bought and paid for, and then I leave and I'm like, oh, I left my coat. I gotta go get my coat back. And I walk back in and I see you eating my fucking biscuits. You, I would shout, I would point at you and I would shout, thief, thief, thief. Well, this should be, oh, this should be like in Biscuit ride bandit. sharing where it's like, uh, you know, if you share a lift with someone, you split the cost. You can have those biscuits, but half of those biscuits are going on your Holy bill shit, Travis. Okay, biscuit, oop, egg, biscuit oop, app. Biscuit, B-S-K-T is the app. And here's the app. Biscuit does not have a K in it. <laughs> it does sh- now, it's so cool. We're shortening it to biscuit. Shortening, shortening it. There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> There's something there. We'll There's get something there. there. You push the button on biscuit. Biscuit. When you say, <laughs> so I have. the nearest uneaten biscuit. No, it's the inverse. It's, it, it's both. There's two sides of it. So if you have a bunch of unfinished touch food, and it's like, oh, God, I feel terrible about throwing this away. Press the biscuit. You Bis- load up biscuit and you load it and say, I got some grub here. And I'll, you put a little flag or something so they don't get rid of it. And then if you're hungry and you don't want to pay for the food, you press the button. It's like, where's some food around here? And it connects. It's connected. But then you them. have to go to the Bob Evans and be like, sir, table for one? It's like, no, don't, no, worry, I, don't worry about I me. I was led to believe <laughs> there listen, were some listen, loose listen, listen. I'm operating outside of your traditional restaurant norms. Don't worry about me. Don't even think about me. I don't mind sharing a table. This is I, I've worked a couple different bre- breakfast restaurants before, and a couple different iterations. And I I have stolen food before it's made it to someone's plate. <laughs> what? Like like I, I worked in a hotel uh, re- breakfast restaurant place where they just had like a bunch of like Danishes. And I would just eat them. <laughs> like, they were just there. But this was, was not made to order. No, 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 no. These no, are just but Danish. I definitely worked at the Olive Garden. And I definitely, a few times, like, ooh, a few too many calamari on this plate. Don't want to, uh, and then just snatch that, it. That's ones. called the angel share. We talk a lot about our former jobs. And this is a question that maybe a legal law person could answer for us. But is it possible to get... After fired in some way, post fired, post yeah. fired, because we we're sort of braggadocious about our little Robin Hood esque acts. I actually think I'm beyond statute of limitations. Oh, definitely, yeah, fine. When okay. I quit that breakfast restaurant uh, hotel place, I just took two boxes of frozen Danishes with me. That was my severance. That was my breakfast severance. They the bet the <laughs> the best thing at the about working at the Olive Garden is. Uh, every few weeks, uh, well, not every few weeks, because it wouldn't have had to be every, every few days. Um, they serve chicken tenders for kids at the Olive Garden, but it, they come frozen, right? And the, some of the tenders would break or into smaller pieces. So after you distributed all the nut, uh, the, the, the tenders, you would be left with, in the bottom of the bag, just some unservable nugs. Some chicken leaves. Because we didn't have nuggets, we had tenders. So the best day of, of all of our lives is we would just dump all those into the fryer, and that was like Nug oh, Day damn. at Olive Garden. And you bring them out, and everybody's like, Nug Day, Nug Day. Nug Day, Nug Day. 
when I worked at the coffee shop that was also a restaurant, you could have like one meal while you were working. But the benefit was you made the meal yourself, so you could just go off menu and be like, yeah, I had a sandwich stuffed with french fries and stuff. And you would just put whatever you wanted to into your meal, and you just end up with like a plate pile with food that was free. There's that when nasty air conditioner when, again. When I was at Travis, turn the air conditioner off. Please turn the air conditioner Oh, you can't. You're strapped in. Wait, this is this is a fun little folk game we've got now. <laughs> it's like the Maypole. Can Travis get to the air conditioner? I can just unhook the lab. Did it, did it. Nope, don't you dare. Don't you dare I don't unplug I want to pull my Zoom off the Thing. Come on, don't pull it off. Do it, Travis. Oh, right wait, wait. You're right there. Yeah, it's right there. Just turn the God, this off. is like gravity. There we I've go. done it. Um, when I was at... Oh, God. When I was at Target... They sweep in the hallway? <laughs> I was at Target the night before we went on the Joko cruise. And as I'm at Target, and I am take Charlie up to get uh, a juice. We don't let her have juice a lot because it's made of fruit. And we all know how that is for you. Yeah. But we were... As I was going up to the juice, I saw a lady who worked at Target eating a single hot dog on a plate because I think that was the Target meal. And she was just flipping through pictures of her baby while she ate a hot dog. And I was like, that's nice. That seems really nice. And then later she checked me out. And I was like, I... Wait, I didn't want to mention. Good looking. What you, what you got cooking? <laughs> I didn't want to mention. That's gotta be jelly because like, jam don't shake like that. I saw you eating a hot dog, and I wanted to say like, hey, did you like your hot dog? Was that a good hot dog? But I feel like there's some. Wait, you wouldn't say that to any other human being ever. So why would you do that? But to I the knew that she had just enjoyed a hot dog. Yeah. What What's better, Dustin? Her eating a hot dog and flipping pictures of her baby, or her holding her baby and flipping pictures of hot dogs? <laughs> Um, okay, um, so we, we've solved this one. Yeah, how about Yahoo? Solved. Yeah. Uh, this one was sent in by Drew Campbell. Thank you, Drew. It's Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong, but we'll call him. Jarm. Jarm. I just realized I could stand, like yeah. Seth Rometelli does. Oh, yeah, you, you get that Seth Rometelli style. Uh, this one was asked by Germs. Right, that's over with. <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Time to sit back there. Germs asks, do you like people generally, or would you rather kick some butt? <laughs> In the new Predator movie. That's the first scene. One Predator says to another one, Hey, do you like people generally? Or do you want to kick some butt? They I mean, I think five. this is something that the big beefcake, the big beefcakes say to each other, like, I just don't like people. I'd rather kick some butt. <laughs> I just don't like people generally. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. Show me ten people. I will dislike at least six of them. And the what? other four, I'll kick their butts. <laughs> or, yeah. wait. Um, do you like people generally, or would you rather kick some butt? This is a tough one, isn't it? Because, like, in today, to, in today, in today, I look around, and I'm like, I'm not, I, I want to stay, I want to stay positive, right? And, like, accept everybody, all walks of life. But I also see, like, more and more people that I think, like, I don't like you generally, and I think I'd rather kick your butt. I don't, and I know, I don't advocate violence. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I like people generally. And I would also like to kick some butt. Justin, yeah. I'm sorry. I wish that were true. But I would like to cite uh, a great media precedent for this. It's the hit film Street Fighter. Yeah. And when they're making Blanca, if I remember correctly, they make him 51% good. So he doesn't just go around murdering everyone all the time. Okay. So that's the question. Is Do you like people 51%? So did you recently watch Street Fighter and just think no. like, boy, I got to think of a way to reference this in no, the podcast. I okay. haven't seen it since it first aired in theaters. <laughs> One, that moment just always really stuck with me. Okay. There's one really sick line in Street Fighter's movie when Bison is talking to, to Chun Li. I think it is. Yeah. And he says, uh, 
The day that the Imbison destroyed your village was the most important day of your life. To me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it's like it's so rad. It's, it's like really a good. sick vibe. It's a good it's way like, to say. Did they bring in one? They brought in Shane Black to write. Listen, Shane. Shane, it's write me. this one line. Write <laughs> one line. <laughs> I really liked the line where Imbison's talking to. I think it was Ryu, and he says, uh, "I don't like people generally. I'd rather kick some butt." <laughs> Does this mean? Does this? They're okay. It sounds like Shredder. It sounds like Master Shredder. Yeah. Uh, I tr- don't like people. I don't like turtles generally. <laughs> I'd rather me. kick some. I mean, I've met some nice one definitely that I have liked, but like on the whole, Charlie. By the way, this question's from nine years ago. This was. This was. That's, this was before then. fucking George W. Bush was president, and people were really, and he was on his way out, and people were really thinking about kicking some butt. Charlie says, I like some people, but some people are just a, a lost cause, and methinks that a kick no. in the butt would not cure them. Need something much more effective. Hmm, let me think what we should do. Charlie? Kill them? Char- are you talking about murder, Charlie? Hey, Charlie, do you think murder... An- also, I think if you ever type the word methinks, your computer should explode. Yeah. Like, you should have just written methinks and like Cliffy pops up like, you might be one of the people people dislike generally. Bye! We, hi there. It seems like you're making things worse for everybody. <laughs> Do you want to shape up or ship out? Uh, okay, I have another question here. No, no, Justin. Oh, no. 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 It's time. It's time for our first Max Fun drive break. It's our first max fun drive break. Take a break now. Pledge gifts this year. Well, let's talk about the max fun drive. So we're on this. I'm going to give you the short version. We're on a network called Maximum Fun. They make a lot of great podcasts. Been here for seven years. Been here yep. for seven that's years. Cr- that's wild, man. I never, can't they that. never get rid of us. And um, we, uh, uh, this is a network funded by you, the listeners. Um, and that's how we pay the bills around here. We um, also we also do advertisements which you hear on the show, but those are those pale in comparison to what we get from donations from viewers like you. This and would not the, run the, and the James L. Knight Foundation. This would not run on advertising alone. We need yeah. you to support us. And so at once a year we come to you and say hat in hand and say, Hey, if you like the stuff you're listening to on the network, please could you pay a little bit for it? What is it what does that look like? Well, we're talking about you pledging a certain amount that you can afford to pay uh, every month. For If you pledge just five bucks, you are going to get exclusive bonus content that, and I'll be honest, at this point, it is a lot it's of a bonus fuck, content. I mean, it's seven years of My Brother, My Brother and Me bonus but content. Three of Adventure Zone. Zone. There's videos. There's a, an exclusive clip from our uh, CISO show that you can't find anywhere there else. Is? Yeah, oh, I, I, set, I set that up. Oh, that's There's awesome. like a exclusive clip from the CISO show. It's uh, Chicarelli and before the uh, teens. Oh thing. fuck it's me, really that's good, good stuff. Um, and you get all that plus episodes of all the other shows. Every show on the network does a bonus episode. There's tons of great stuff. Sydney uh, and I for our show Sawbones this year did uh, just. An hour about goop. Just talked about goop for an hour. The Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Yes. Oh man. It's, that sounds like required listening. Well, let's yeah. write it down then. For um, my brother, my brother, and me, we did your three dads uh, an episode about us being. Dads. Okay, now just those. full did transparency you see the art that I made for your three dads. By the way, no, it's really very good I'm, stuff. Yeah. Um, full transparency, it's the worst of the bonus content oh, of this so year. So bad. It was. It was. A, it was a pit for us to pour sort of our uh, fatherly exhaustion into. Just a big cup full of our 
um, very tired brew. Yeah. A lot of um, For Rose Buddies, we talked to the Bachelorette Canada, Jasmine Lorimer. Uh, did an interview with her about life after being the Bachelorette. That was really, really fun. Um, For uh, Schmanners, we watched and reviewed season, Series 5 of Great British Bake Off. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Um, trends like these. The whole ta- series? What yeah. a bargain. We talked about the trends uh, from 1900 to 1920. If times are tight, we fucking totally, totally get it. And r- really, we don't... Um, there are people who are like, I can only do $5 a month. Like, that's awesome. Just, Just... The fact that you uh, would support us in that way is is incredible, and like we don't we don't care like how how much you give. It's just um, I was a, I was a, a supporter of the network before we were on the network, and uh, it was just because I was I was a big JJ Go uh, big JJ Go fan, and I just wanted to like be a supporter of this thing that I really liked, and it felt really good. And and so if you listen to our shows. Um, and you want to feel some ownership over this this really cool thing that we've all made together, then this is the way to do it. Uh, just a couple others, and we'll talk about more later, but uh, if you can pledge $10, you're going to get a drive-exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lynn Cott. If you've ever seen the, um, I think it was a calendar, but designs of uh, all the Max Fun shows as cats. Mm-hmm. This is... This and is, last year it was the bandanas with the individual designs on them. Yeah. This year we got cool pins. For twenty dollars, from Bim Bam, it's a snake that says Zag on him. It's, it's yeah, really it's good, fucking sweet. There's a Keep in Touch kit at twenty dollars. Um, you get the other stuff plus uh, custom note cards and envelopes and a four color rocket pen, a Ooh. rocket stamp, a rocket shaped candle um, that smells like sharpened pencil, friendship, and a little bit of wax because it's a candle. That's at twenty dollars. And if you're already a donor, first off, thank you. Secondly, you can get these gifts if you just upgrade to the next level. So if you're a five dollar member right now, upgrade to ten dollars, you're going to get. And if you uh, become a twenty dollar donor, you get the gifts at ten dollars and five dollars, and they, it all stacks up. But also, our goal for this time is, for this go round is ten thousand, which I'd say is new do- new donors, not dollars. Yeah, ten thousand new and upgrading donors. I shit ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and it's a pretty ambitious goal, but like. We more or less hit it last year. Yeah. Last year we were like 9,800. So let's do it. So let's, let's do it. There. We, there's a bunch of new shows on the network and like, I'm, I'm optimistic we can get the Rose Buddies. This is Rose Buddies first year. And like, we are, we, we do a lot of shows and we get a lot of people who ask us like, how do you guys do so much stuff? The answer to that is like, we are able to make a career out of it mm-hmm. because of. And because of the donations we get from your the next money, one, also goes straight to the shows that you listen to. When yeah, you, you choose the shows you listen to, what to, you want to support. Right, and a portion goes to Max Fun, and the rest of it is just split up among those shows. So you're directly supporting shows by saying you you listen to them. Um, we'll talk more about this in a bit, but for right now, go to maximumfun.org and click donate. That's maximumfun.org and click on donate. Choose the membership level that's right for you. Give them your credit card and other basic information. And just like that, you'll be a member. But if you become a new and upgrading donor, new or upgrading donor, make sure to let us know. Tweet at us. Put it in our Facebook group. Something so we can say thank you. Um, and get involved. There's Jesus, gonna be- Travis. That sounds like a lot of work. Travis will certainly say thank yeah, you. Yeah. One, sure. uh, one of our <laughs> underlings will do it. We'll yeah. make our babies do it. I'm going to have my, uh, my social media uh, manager... Um, there also there's gonna be max fun meetup days and special events and live Great. events. There's a ton of stuff. Support stuff you love. Okay, uh, another question here uh, from. Well, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Don't rush me. I've never been very social at work outside my immediate team members. Today, while walking down the hall, two guys pointed uh, me out with an audible, "Hey, it's that guy." I have never spoken to either of these men outside a courtesy nod in passing. 
and do not even know their names. How should I take this address? Oh, man. What could have labeled me as that guy, and how can I own it? And that's from that guy in that office. Something bad. It's not good, right? No, I think we can all agree. It's not good. It's not good. This is something that would really eat at me. If I was just walking down the street and somebody just randomly, like, hey, hey, it's that guy, and kept going, I'd be like, what do you mean? What? What do you mean? What are you saying? And that would, I think that would live with me for 20 years. I got to ask, and this is a tough question, and you may not be ready to answer it right now. And if you're not, that's fine. And if the answer is yes, then no judgment. But are you Numa Numa? <laughs> Are you the Numa Numa guy? Are you? Is there a way to search for yourself to make sure you're not a meme? (gasps) I'm gonna search. That's the thing these days. Yeah, we everybody can be everybody's memes. I mean, somewhere there's a meme for every human being. The snake ate its own tail. Um, Drew Scanlon, a guy I know, a giant bomb. Oh my god, he's the biggest meme. Became the the biggest. Have you seen the the guy blinking? Like Mm -hmm. that's Drew Scanlon works at Giant Bomb. It's from one of the Giant Bomb videos, and it was like. Oh no, memes are happening to real people now. They're not just made up people. Real people are being memes. Everybody's being memes all the time. Be careful. Maybe you're a meme and you don't even know it yet. And the thing is, when you become a meme, you can't take that back. You can't unmeme yourself. Maybe they were just saying it randomly, you know, like just being weird. Sometimes people would just do weird stuff. Yeah. You know that one scene in Austin Powers? Uh huh. It's early in the movie and Austin's like, there you are. And you can do that better. There you are. You can do that way better. That's my best. There you are. There you are. You're doing this like. I mean, it's hard to do like three words. Hello, there you are. It sounds a lot like Austin Powers. It's me, Austin Powers, in it. Oh, Jiminy's me. My mojo's gone all wanky. Let me finish my point. So Austin's like. Oh, like Jaffy Cakes. There you are. Like that. Better. better. And the woman's like, do I know you? And he's like, no, but that's where you are. You are there. And um, Fuck, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So the the thing I want to make, the point I was trying to make with that is, um, don't you think they should make another awesome powers (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen, we're finally all in a room together. We've got some time on our hands. Yeah, I'm shutting my computer. We're going to pitch Awesome Powers 4 right now. This is our backdoor pilot for Awesome Powers 4. We've got to get back to basics. It's got to be Son of Austin Powers. It's got to have a son. 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 Who's the son of Austin Powers? He's a teen. Justin Bieber. Eddie Redmayne. No, no, no. Ooh. Yeah, you jumped on my Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is very good. Okay, we gotta do time travel, right? It's Austin Powers' son from the future. We've already done that. He just had a baby. We're not time traveling. No. He's got a son. They time traveled in every every one of them. I know, but not this one. This this one's called Austin Powers' back number two basics. I want to keep it real. It's Mike Myers' day. He's a 70-year-old man, and he had a son. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe he's a grandpa. Maybe his son's about to have a son. Michael Caine is back in it. Michael Michael Caine's dead as disco. There's no way in this world... Wait, wait, hold on. Don't just spring that on me. Michael Caine's actually dead, right? What Justin is saying is Michael Caine is alive now, but there's no way he outlives the next Austin Powers. Austin Powers is 70. Then we Jedi ghost him in it. We definitely need a Michael Caine Jedi ghost scene. Now. Record it today. Yeah. Right now, there's a movie executive at... Who owns these rights? Paramount. Paramount. There's a movie executive at Paramount hearing this right now and saying to himself... Oh, this is going to be great. What we're going to do, we're going to CGI Mike Myers to make him play his own son. No, and, no, 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 listen to me. That's real. wrong. Don't chase that. It's real. It's, it's Eddie, Eddie Redmayne as his son, and he's at school or... Is he training? Maybe he's training. Maybe he's a DJ, and he has not. he's not in the spy life, but for some Ooh, reason... Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, Austin Powers has been kidnapped. Austin Powers has been... Ki- okay, Austin Powers... 
Okay, Dr. Evil set a trap 30 years ago for Austin Powers, and it's a trap just for Austin Powers. And the thing is, they stole Felicity Shagwell uh-huh. and locked her in a trap that only Austin can access, except Austin's been captured by another villain that's competing with Dr. Evil, okay? Austin Powers Jr. has enough of... They theorize... Basil Exposition theorizes that Austin Powers Jr. will have enough of Austin's DNA or genetic material to break into the facility that only Austin could access because it's DNA to rescue Felicity Shagwell. And the two of them will rescue Austin Powers together. And she's got to like... You know, your dad's not as bad as, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, and it, well, et cetera. Here's what, would be, well, here's what I like about this. No humor. No jokes. <laughs> no jokes. This is a very dark, gritty reboot. The competing- No, it's not dark and gritty, guys. I want to get this made. I'm tired of us pitching a bunch of fart ideas that don't get made. And, and we always say gritty reboots. Gritty this, gritty this. I want to make awesome It's, not, gritty, it's not a gritty reboot. It's just like a really in-depth, like, deep dive into, like, family and stuff like that. Okay, and I think- let, let me take it one step further. The competing villain, it's, that's Scott Evil. Scott Evil is now turning oh. like he's got his whole, Austin, whole other body. Austin Powers colon generations. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is so good. Like father, like son. You'll never guess who helps Felicity and Austin Powers Jr. Uh, rescue Austin from Scott Evil. You'll never guess who helps. Is it Dr. Evil? It's Dr. Evil, it's Travis. Dr. Evil. That's who helps to get back on top. Mm. This is really good. Austin no, Powers great. colon sins of the father. <laughs> Uh, this is good. Eddie Raymond is such a fucking good pull yeah. for Austin Powers. I wish it wasn't a British person, but I think that Eddie's probably... Well, I, mean, I would also like to find an opportunity. Ooh, maybe number two's had a son, and it's number three, number four, number eight. And just like that, we've lost it. Played by Shia LaBeouf. Just like that. We, oh, okay, we're back. <laughs> yep. I thought I'd get you in there. Wait, really want Shia, Shia LaBeouf, movie. movie son. I have I have the perfect person to play Austin. Now, Eddie Redmayne is not To bad. play Austin? I think I have I think a pretty we, good yeah, idea. Yeah, I think America Austin. knows the favorite so you, person. Are you, you're fairly confident you can get Mike? Yes. Yeah, I think so. You think you can get Mike? He, I feel like if you could get Mike, he uh, would have been... Uh, we would have had this film already, Mike right? Myers has a second cell phone like a drug dealer because he does not want to be on his real phone making a call and miss the one from Paramount asking him to be Mike Myers. <laughs> Can I t- hit you guys with this for uh, uh, Austin Powers Jr.? Uh-huh. Adam Devine from Workaholics. Oh, my okay. God. That's about it. really, <laughs> really, really, really it. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's really it. it. That's it. perfect. We, Justin, let me... I, first off, the guy's fucking hysterical. Yeah. He makes yes. me laugh all the time. So we don't need to write jokes <laughs> in our yeah, movie. It'll just be, be funny. funny. If, can I throw a little bit of spaghetti at the wall? A little bit of comedy spaghetti. You guys tell me what you think. Yeah. We do a small crossover scene with the Master of Disguise as played by Dana Carvey. Okay, so Why you're getting you a little deep this? in the... I, because I want, I want, I think if there's a scene, may, okay, maybe this is it. Because I just want a tiny, tiny scene of like Austin in the prison where he's been captured and the guy in the cell next to him is Dana Carvey. But something for the fans, something for the where fan. it's like, oh, they're back together. We're, we're not we're waiting worthy. for this. Yeah, we're not worthy. I love that. Um, oh, and maybe there's a thing where someone says literally we're not worthy. He's a I, big fan. Can I suggest one other name for Austin Powers? Uh, what about Kristen Shaw <gasps> as Austin Powers Jr.? Austin is, is yes. could go either way as a name. He had a daughter. She's not in the life. But uh-huh. now she is. Austin Powers uh-huh. Jr. is Kristen Shaw. I'm just saying that's another That would be fucking really good, too. I would also like to get Kate McKinnon in there somewhere, just because I've been trying to love find a project Kate to work McKinnon. with her. Yeah, yeah I'd love to, love to work with her. You know she's going to be Miss Frizzle in the <gasps> new... I do know that. What? Yes. 
I do know that. Okay. Like, well, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, I think that's Sorry, I forgot what we were doing. So anyway, in closing, give us some money to do this. <laughs> um, I think we were doing a question, weren't we? Yeah. It was that, that guy. Statement. No, we got that guy. It, we did it. We, okay. That's, that's how you be that guy. You're the guy who made, got Austin Powers Austin Powers 4 off the ground. Why don't made. you read another one? Okay. Um, I'm also fine with doing Austin Powers 4 instead as like an HBO series. Rather than just doing, I think there's too much to be told in one movie. I think we can make it a series. I'm it would saying. be. It would be nice if it was a series because then, it, otherwise, my um, three pack Blu-ray collectors Criterion edition of Austin Powers would it, like it won't feel so shameful mm-hmm. if it's a TV series next to that. If this is a fourth movie, what am I going to buy a new box? It you just, just get make duct sense. tape it on. I was doing some chores with my girlfriend at her apartment the other day and noticed something peculiar while she was washing dishes she would scrub them with a sponge shake them off and set them out to dry wait what she would scrub them with a sponge yes shake them off yeah and then set them out to dry she does not rinse her dishes I love this woman more than anything, and I don't know how to lovingly say that she isn't finishing her dish job. We plan on moving in together later this year, and I can't imagine eating off soapy dishes for the rest of our lives. Please help. Uh, well, let me... That's from Sudsy near Seattle. Let me say this, first off. That's obviously utterly baffling human behavior. But one thing we should understand going into this is that I don't know if this question asks her is a man or a woman or a non-binary person. It doesn't really matter. Telling your partner they don't wash the dishes good is never going to be good optics. Do you it's want just to? Never going to be. Do you want to wash the dishes by yourself forever? forever? Because this is a good way. Oh shit! It's a honeypot. This you is know, it's a honey this pot. is a honey pot. This, this is, is a honey pot. Say, I've been working for the last nine years with my wife to get her to just not let, make me fill the dishwasher anymore. But I'm like, I don't know, honey bowls, cups. Well, <laughs> I can't even. She's like, just do it better. I'm like, damn it. I'll get you next time. I'll trick you. I'll get you next time, gadget. <laughs> my my wife still we still doesn't do it right. And there's a right way to do it. To oh, I'm the dishwasher. I, I don't do it right. Teresa does. Teresa can fit. Every dish and cup and plate and everything we own in one load of dishwasher. And I put four bowls in and somehow it's overcrowded. See, we, got these, this... we got this fucking Martha Stewart square dishware and it's just like, uh, it's interlocking. It's like fucking tetra- tetrominoes and that shit. This, she's like actually making it worse in a way because the food particles, the food particulate, if you will, is still there. It's still pl- present, and now there's soap. There's too. soap in the mix. Oh, and but you guys are missing the worst, worst element of this: your nasty ass sponge. Yeah. Sponge is fucking gross. What's what's wrong with your sponge? Well, it touches every bit of everything yes. on the plate, right? And then sits still wet, still with shit in it, just like out in the open air. And Awful. then you scrub it again. Unless every time, unless you do have a dishwasher, but you only use it to wash your sponge between washing dishes. A nightmare. You have to buy a new sponge every you time. You need one. Um, uh, now, I don't... Uh, this is funny that we're talking about this. Um, speaking of like different dish procedure, um, I tend to hand wash dishes more. We have a dishwasher. I tend to hand wash dishes usually because it's like... No, I don't have to worry about it. I just wash it real quick and then put it up. Um, but I lay it out, and I don't ever dry it. 
And I mentioned this to, I went and got my hair cut by my man, Sonny, my, my, my dude at Master Cuts, who I've discussed before. And he said, oh, I told him this. We were discussing dishes for some reason. I told him this. He said, oh, buddy, nobody dries their dishes. It's on TV. If you're on TV, you dry your dishes. Nobody dries got, their no, dishes, Who's got buddy. time for that? Well, I think we all realize that, like, the sun dries it or whatever if you just, like, put it somewhere for But when enough. he said that about, like, it's something they do on TV, yeah. I started thinking, like, no, wait a minute. If you watch Dawson's Creek anytime, or, and sometimes the OC, but anytime in Dawson's Creek, the Nobody OC. Nobody does any chores on the, the OC ever. The, 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 anytime the mother character on either of the shows is having a conversation, she is chopping vegetables. Like, constantly chopping vegetables. And maybe de- drying dishes is like that. It's like, it's weird to just stand in the kitchen and have a conversation to like, we're inventing this idea of drying your dishes. So like, there's some movement in the blocking, but it's just a media creation. Of drying dishes. Because we all know if we're sitting and looking at each other it dead in the eye, in the dead of night, we look at each other, wake up out of dead sleep, we look at the other person and say, they dry on their own, don't they? They, they do. do. Yeah. yeah, they do. It's called evaporation. Time dries all plates. As, as our, you guys I, dried pla- Are you guys drying dishes out there? No. The yeah. only thing I dry, I do dry one thing. It's pots and pans. I'll dry pot because they're metal. And, it, it, like, and I've seen like sheet pans go rusty from like a little bit of moisture caught in like a fold of something you know in like Spe- a, I got that space age material dude I got that fucking hydrophobic alloy so I'm not worried about it also thing. the problem with pots and pans is they're so big and clunky that like it's hard to find a good place to just stack anyways we're getting off topic how can we help this person what uh, should they do? They can't say anything, right? They just have to rinse. You, you got to rewash it like, at three a.m. Wake up and like do the fucking like cobbler's elf shit. You could do a thing. Okay, you could do this move, honey. I just read the darndest thing. Do you know that there are people that rinse their dishes? You know, after they scrub them. I read in Popular Scientific American that. That's, Watching, just, that's, never that's just Neil deGrasse Tyson is what you've just described. <laughs> the, the rinses. <laughs> the rinsing your dishes is actually, like, I don't like to rinse them either, but apparently it's actually better. It makes you smarter like Mozart. <laughs> you know Mozart rinses dishes? You know, yeah. Pretty weird. Um, so that's can I read a Yahoo? Yeah, or please. should we talk more about the Maximum Fun um, Drive? Wait, no, wait. read another Yahoo. This Yahoo was sent in by Rachel Rose in Game Recognized Game. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Yahoo Answers user... Well, this one's just anonymous, so I'm going to call him uh, Reince asks, Do celebrities have to go to school? Do celebrities have to go to school? Now, I know they bring in, like, the fucking Olsen twins. They're like, we'll bring school to you, and they bring in a tutor or whatever. I I have a friend who was in uh, Billboard Dad with the Olsen twins and said that they had to, like, share, like, a tutor for a day. And it's like... I bet that's not... Hmm, okay, I want to be very careful with my language here because I'm not saying celebrities are dumb or anything like that. Obviously, Brian Bialik is like a, a, a super genius. But I have to think the school they bring to you on the set of Billboard Dad isn't very good. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Griffin. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Why would it need to be? What do you go to school for? What do you go to college for? To get a job on Billboard. To now. get a job. To get a career. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're if you're start, listen. If you've made it to starting in Billboard now, what but career are you worried about? Getting? If you think about it, a lot of people will say like, if you're going to try to be in entertainment, don't have a plan B because it's so hard. Yeah. To make it in entertainment, that if you have a plan B, that's what you're going to fall back on. So maybe if you're already in Billboard Dad, like. Learning how to think is admitting weakness. If you learn how to think and what, like, 
sciences and numbers and stuff, you're saying to yourself, I might not always be riding this gravy train. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't, maybe it's like, you're setting yourself up for failure I, in the entertainment I, I industry. I like that in your world, Justin, the person who's worried about not always riding this gravy train is the child actor yeah. and not who's ever in control of stuff. It's just it's like, I don't want them to learn about reading. They <laughs> could lose this forever. The, the, like, the image I keep coming back to is you're on the set of Billboard Dad and you're, mm-hmm. the tutor comes and goes to the Olsen twins and says, what is this shape with the six sides of it? And um, Mary Kate says, well, that there is a rhombus. And the teacher says no, it's not a rhombus, try again. And Mary-Kate says, I'm Michelle fucking Tanner. <laughs> it's a rhombus. It is so a rhombus. rhombus. Do you think, okay, okay, we're going to make a good point though. Do you think that in your, in the day-to-day life of the Olsen twins, if one of them misidentified a basic shape, anybody's going to fucking correct them? Yeah. How wooed. No way. <laughs> On the set of Home Alone 2, Nobody's going to go to Macaulay Culkin and be like, what's uh, 60 times 4? And he's like... It's 240. Yeah. Okay. Mr. I know Mr. It. Mr. Math Blaster over there. <laughs> but the question is this, like... I think he if, said, I think he asked that, and then Macaulay Culkin just throws a wad of $100 bills into his fucking open... What's many. 60 times 4? Oh, oh, he threw a wad of $100 bills into my mouth. What the fuck? Like, if you're Elijah Wood, right, and you're filming North... And someone's like, hey, tell me about this, like, battle from the Civil War. You're like, no, I'm starring in North. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm in North. <laughs> Bye. Macaulay. Mac- hey, Macaulay, I- I'd like to, you did the required reading, right? You read 1984. And he's just like, I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic and Knuckles with Michael Jackson right now. Can you, f- we're eating Bye. Pizza Hut and playing Sonic. Can you please fucking get out of my go head? I dangle Elijah Wood out of a treehouse. <laughs> that, that was a documentary, that movie. <laughs> you do, like, it, you could make the argument that if you are famous it, and that doesn't last right like for, there's so few people for whom they can consistently keep that up their whole lives right so you can make the argument that if they make you go to school when you're famous as a child you're like missing dope shit you could be yeah. doing everywhere you could be like going to parties and i'm not saying i don't want to be i know celebrity i know education's important i know that these people work hard to teach these kids i'm just saying i don't know how you teach what is essentially a god that's the thing is, I'm not saying all celebrities are dumb. I'm saying that if I were a child celebrity, you I would, couldn't get you me couldn't, to read. You could not get me to read. I learn. would hire eight people to read scripts to me. What? Okay, but like, normal kids don't have to learn about like, how to retain as many points as possible on the back end of the international distribution rights, which like the Olsen twins have to be. It's just a different, it's a, it's different, a different education. It's a different intelligence. They're they different street smarts. They get, no, how, but like, if the street is. Uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard. Boulevard, Boulevard smart. Boulevard smart. I bet maybe. you. I bet you. Mara Wilson played a, paid a lot of attention and like really liked learning from her from her teachers. Well, Mara Wilson of, is in fact a genius. Yeah. yeah. No, I okay, know. If I was a genius, I could probably be like a child. Actor I don't want to smart too. Yeah, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush. Is what I'm saying. But I'm saying back in time. Okay, let's travel back to the 1700s, right? You were apprenticed to a printmaker. There weren't people there like, okay, but also we need you to learn about baking and shit. That's what I'm saying. You had the one job and you were happy with it. If you're a child star, you have apprenticed. You have your job. Your career path is set. It's like romance education is is a modern contrivance. Like, you don't need to know all this stuff. We're breaking down some shit on this episode. Why can't we go back to a day where if someone's like, "Um, can you balance your checkbook? And you're like, no, I was in Star Trek. 
Like, yeah. Obviously, my job is being in Star Trek. Your job is to bounce my checkbook. Everybody wins. That's I'm a job. I'm a job creator. That's the problem with the economy now. Too many people getting into other. Like, I, oh, I do my own taxes. No, you shouldn't do your. You should pay someone else to do your taxes because that's their job. They also need money. Why yeah. are you taking money away from people who know how to do your taxes? Yeah, learning too much is just hurting the economy. This that's is a, true. Oof, a new for. We're oh, saying some stuff. We're getting saying there. Some things. Saying so some we're stuff getting on closer this one. to the truth, though. Um, you we... know what? Another way of getting close to the truth, and that's to donate to the Maximum Fun. Uh, drive the Max Fund Drive is going on right now. If you go to maximumfund.org, click that donate button and just help us out for five, just five bucks a month. You're gonna get oodles upon oodles of uh, noodles. Of noodles. noodles. You're gonna get right to your door. Noodles d- delivered uh, directly to you. Uh, Still at, hot. How do they do it? At uh, ten dollars. Oh, oh, I, we didn't touch on this one. Thirty-five bucks. Yes. If you can spare thirty-five bucks, and I know that's a chunk of change, but maybe you can spare it. Maybe you. Listen to like a lot of shows. We hear from people a lot where they were listening to two shows and then within the last year they picked up Still Buffering and Rose Buddies and Schmanners and they think, I'm gonna listen to a lot more shows. I should up my donation. If you can get to 35 bucks a month, you're going to get the stuff we've already talked about, the bonus content, the enamel pin, the keep in touch kit. Uh, you're also gonna need a pair of rocket engraved beer mugs. Which that's gonna make that's gonna make your frosty brews go down real nice. If, yeah, if you can say time to blast off to adventure in yeah. drinking. I'm gonna you drink can put a, anything there. Yeah, that guy be alcoholic. You could have a root beer float in those mugs. Yeah. Oh, treat yourself. This is the way. These drives are the way that like like we don't like asking for money, but we do like the idea. Well, Travis does. But I do. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna say it, but I love asking for money. We don't. We we don't. Broadly speaking, like asking for money, but. We do, I re- the thing that I really, like, the reason I don't feel bad about the Max Fund Drive is that I really do believe it's worth paying for the stuff that you like. And we, we are in, the, the way the, uh, media has sort of diversified, you can find stuff that's much more niche than you used to be able to, but you have to, you have to be the one to support that stuff. And yeah. you have to be the one who says, I like this, I want more of it. Because there isn't that broad you know, media buy, you know, like Gillette isn't buying a bunch of ads to keep their shows running. Like we rely on the people who like the stuff to, to pay for it. And I, I, we really do. It really does mean a lot. When it comes down to it, we don't miss episodes. Like we work as hard as we can to not miss episodes. Cause we know that there are people out there supporting us who, who love the things that we made and look forward to it every week. And they're supporting us. And like, it means a lot to us. And so like, it's it's a job for us. Yeah. It's also a passion for us. We work really hard. Well, I I think I only really work really hard on Adventure Zone, but the other ones I do work some on. Well, so. we work hard to write the scripts for my brother, my brother, and me. Yeah, yeah that's sure. That's and hours, well, and, hours and, every and, day. And to pay the writers. Yeah, and to pay the writers. Paris Sorkin ain't cheap. Yeah. And so I think what's uh I think what's important I think what's really sorry I'm gonna take this one again. This is like this is confusing. Hey Jerry, what were you thinking with this fucking line, dude? <laughs> Like how Jerry am I? Like Jerry Seinfeld? Like Jerry, Mr. Jerry Seinfeld? When you wrote this line for our script, like what, how did you think I was going to deliver this? Fucking just amateur. You're fired, Jerry. You're fired, Jerry Seinfeld. We have more money than you now because of the Maximum Fun family. Um, we have a. Um, I think part of the reason our show has has been, and we as people have been successful, is that our listeners know that we aren't going to speak a bunch of bullshit to them, that we tell them the truth. I so lied here, about Jerry Seinfeld. So here's the truth. 
if you listen to our shows and you like it and you don't pay money and you could pay money, you're stealing it. And mm. you're a thief and you should go to prison forever. I don't so. think that's too much to ask. I don't and think in fact, too I much think to actually, ask. if you do this and you know you have the money and you don't give it to us and you could and you want to but don't, I think just go surrender yourself to a jail right now. <laughs> and, and also, listen, we're working on the honor system here, but it's kind of a reverse honor system where if you have a friend that you know mm-hmm. can donate $5 mm-hmm. a month and they listen to our shows and they don't donate $5, you need to take that friend to jail. Yeah, you need to send that friend to jail. If you if you know in your heart you could ask Ken Jong to donate $100 a month to Max Fun and you don't do it... You don't do it? You're kind of stealing from us in a way. Yeah, so both of you should go to... Who goes to both jail? Of, well, no. both of them go to jail. It's a prisoner's dilemma. Is that it? Where it's yeah, like, that's not how you, it works at all. If you don't go to jail, your friend has to go to jail for five years, but if you both Oof, go to jail, boy. it's two and a half Don't years. actually... You prove that you... Hey, hey, everybody, before we get off on a bunch of fun stuff... Don't Please fucking, don't tweet at anybody. Don't tweet at Ken Jong. This is a personal journey between you and your wallet and your jail. But if you do have a friend who is listening and is stealing it, you do owe it to rat them out. Yes. By which this I is mean, important. tell them to donate because we really appreciate you. Uh, MaximumFun.org. And then just click Donate. Uh, there's a wide range of levels from $5 all the way up to $200. I don't know what you get at $200. Oh, you get free registration to uh, Max FunCon 2018. So that's like... Hey, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that's great. And for $100... And you also, remember, all of them stack. Yeah. So at $200, you get everything before it. At $100, you're in the Inner Circle uh, Culture Club, where every month you get something sent to you that the hosts or people that work at Max Fun have chosen for we, you. We got called up to do that for February for Rose Buddies. And we were like, oh, how about this Al Jarreau album that me and Rachel like? And then he died like that day. So I'm just saying we need to be really very careful. Yeah. Very careful. <laughs> um, it's great. Anyway, the culture is... club. The culture club is really fun, but it's also very cursed. I I actually really like this time of year because I I get to see everybody sort of saying like, hey, it means a lot to see so many people say, hey, what you do means something to me, and I'm going to show it by kicking you a few bucks. That it really means the world. And even if you, um, if you if you can just find it in your heart to give us five bucks a month. Um, it really does help keep keep the lights on and supports a whole network of people that are handling a lot of shit so we don't have to. And it, and and uh, we really appreciate you doing that. So MaximumFun.org and then click the donate button. I was getting my munch squad on at McDonald's breakfast after work. When I sat down for my feast, a guy walked in the door, looked at me and said, idiot can't even make his own pancakes. How pathetic. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a power play. This person was just eating breakfast at McDonald's, and then they sat down to eat. A guy walked in the door, looked at them, and said, "Idiot can't make his own pancakes. How pathetic!" And then walked back out. What? What? What is this? What is this fucking mysterious assassin? Um, I tried to enjoy my meal, but all I could taste were dejection and tears. How can I track this guy down? Explain how restaurants work. <laughs> Project the image of a man who definitely understands the process of making pancakes to every stranger I encounter. And that's from Hobbs. <laughs> Here's the thing. This thing this person did was r- wrong, but also, I think, very funny, maybe, also. <laughs> because the, the alternative is you walk into a pizza hut and you're like, all these fucking idiots don't know how to make their own pizza. Bye! <laughs> it's very funny. I think a nicer 
there's a nicer way of doing this. Here's the nicer, amazing way of doing this. Walk into McDonald's, see someone eating a sack of pancakes, hand them a recipe for pancakes, mm. and then walk out the Not door. Not doing... That's a sweet way of doing it. That, you're right, Justin. This is the this is the bim bam way of doing that's it. That's the nice way of you doing it. You walk in and you hand them a recipe for pancakes. And you Still say, hilarious. For, and you say, for next time. <laughs> for next time, try this. Go for it. And it's fun. Hey, it's fun. I want to be... If you do it wrong, they're crepes. It's fine. I want to be in the head of the person who's walking by McDonald's, see someone eating a sack of flapjacks, and like, I gotta go in there. I gotta, so get, double, I fucking, gotta get them. Fucking double parks. It <laughs> just pulls up on the lawn of McDonald's, hey. rolls out. Victoria, just go around the block. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to be a sec. Oh, but you grab me a biscuit. No, you don't no, no, understand. No, you no. don't get it. You don't I'm get it. I'm not getting anything in there. No, I think they went in wanting to buy something, and then they just had to put this person up. Good. So insane. They, have, they have pancakes here. You can, you can do this at home. Okay, but what could... Okay, pancakes, I think, are very easy to make at home, and I think they probably are... I've never had restaurant Deceptively. Pancakes. Deceptively difficult, Justin. Well, it's a, it's Getting the right them. pan temperature. No, come on. None, none of the things that McDonald's will worry about in no. any way, shape, or form when they're perfecting. When they're defrosting. When they're, they're defrosting. defrosting and, yeah. Now, like, they're easy it's, to it make at home. It is undeniable that McDonald's does have dark, arcane breakfast treats that, no, like, you tell me how they make that McGriddle Tell me with, how to make a McGriddle right with now. With the fucking, with the biscuit, with the syrup nugs, like... To, well, they have these magical crystals of syrup that somehow, like... A wizard gave them, like a syrup wizard, yeah. a Canadian syrup wizard, a, ma- a maple witch. That was, that's why it was such a big deal when they did breakfast all day, because they're burning through the non-renewable resource of syrup crystals so fast. You've run out of syrup find... crystal. We're running low on syrup crystals. <laughs> We're running low. Call the maple witch. Uh, <laughs> I... Listen, I know we try to keep it nice on this show. We try to be mean. This is maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm really well, not, trying so hard not, not to funny. be entertained. It's not funny that this. you got bullied, and it's not funny that this person's an ass. What's funny is the idea of walking into a restaurant <laughs> just all pre-ang- pre-angry that people here are eating things that they could just as easily make at home. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so good, though. Oh, man. Do they walk into auto body shops and they're like, change your own oil, idiots? Idiot, idiot, doesn't, change, idiot doesn't even know how to do a triple bypass. Oh, dumb. Wow, it's just very mean but very funny. And I don't this think is, it's even that mean. Re- like, it's you, real life trolling is exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, well, then I'm not. Now you've ruined it. Now I'm not for it anymore. Oh, no. It's just, it's just... If this happened to me, it would make my fucking week. Oh, really? It would would ruin my life. I would be really bummed out. If someone did this to you? If I went to McDonald's and somebody put me on blast for eating pancakes at McDonald's, I think I'd feel probably pretty Well, let's start with the big problems. One, you're eating in the McDonald's. Which we've talked about, we've talked about, like, yeah... There's some problems about eating inside the fast food establishment. There's probably... Fast food restaurants are, by definition, a gun that shoots burgers at you. So for you to go inside <laughs> the gun to retrieve the burgers from the dragon's horde is, um... <laughs> Would this affect you less if you were, like, at an IHOP, Griffin? Or, like, some place, like a fancy... I, IHOP's not fancy. I'm trying to think. I can't think of... There's not, like, a... If you went to, like... If a, man, if a If a stranger yelled at me about the food I was eating, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I'm at... If I'm at Let's, the the, let's, the Jiro Dreams of Sushi restaurant. If somebody <laughs> kicks in the door and is like, can't make your own sushi? I'm like, oh, my dinner's ruined. <laughs> Wait, I mean, if you were at the fanciest sushi place. Jiro Dreams of Sushi. And, and in, somebody just walked in and was like, idiot, can't make his own sushi. Your first reaction would be like, he's right. No, my first, my first reaction would be, oh, no, a stranger yelled at me. <laughs> How are you not getting that? 
I don't want a stranger to yell at me for any situation in any circumstance whatsoever. So um, I would like to read the question before. It's just a perfect. I, if the, I think that this question asked that this probably really happened in their real life, but it's a great TV show episode. Okay. A little while ago, I was messaged by someone on a gaming website that they lived in the same area as me and were interested in getting together to play a local game of rock band to try and beat the four-hour-long endless set list of all songs in the game. I agreed, and after we settled on a time to meet up and do this, I drove to the address he gave me. After sending my wife my location, in case this was an attempt to lure me into a saw-like trap, I rang the doorbell, only to discover that it was even worse, and the guy who invited me was a high school sophomore less than half my age. <gasps> to think, to make things more awkward, his mom was also there, doing weekend cleaning and vacuuming the house. I stayed and played the entire four-hour session. Well, yeah. But nobody... <laughs> <laughs> but nobody who was there in that house acknowledged how awkward and weird this was. And when it ended, I quickly gathered my things and got away as quickly as I could. Could I have done anything to make this situation less awkward? As a man in his 30s, am I just too old to be meeting up to play video games with strangers from the internet? And that's from Rock Band Regrets in the Pacific Northwest. Rush more. Rush more. It's a Rushmore. It's a, we got a real life Rushmore. It's a real life How, you Rushmore. got you got the opportunity to mold young minds, and it's just like you're just like paradiddle, paradiddle, like hitting those drums and like playing along to the Killers or whatever the fucks in rock band, and then you just like look at them, you're like boom, da da. So you dating? You know what the best character in this story is? It's the mom. Yeah, the mom who's just like cleaning. It's like what's going on? What's going on? Okay, well, have fun. Does the goosh, does the goosh, does the goosh. Have you ever wanted to be a ward? Have you ever wanted to be somebody's ward? Yeah. You can be my ward. Does the goosh, does the goosh. Honey, are you going to be that man's ward? Okay. That's fine. You guys have fun. Oh, you're playing Rush? That seems fun. Okay, Um, bye. A worse thing has happened to me than this. Oops. Uh, I used to work at a newspaper called the Iron Tribune, and we had this feature called the dart. And the way the dart worked is you would throw a dart at Lawrence County, where we covered... And you would throw a dart at Lawrence, and he would try to get out of the way of it. (laughs) Hey, stop it! Stop it! Throw a dart at a map of Lawrence County, and you would go to where the dart landed and find news there. Lawrence County is not the sort of, does not have the density to support this concept, but we did the dart every week. And I went to this location. It was the job everybody hated, and we would all fight each other to not have to do it. Uh, And I went to the dart, and I walked around this block for uh, about a half hour. Before I finally found two teens sitting on their stoop, and I'm, they're the only humans I'd encountered. So I said, "Like, what you guys? You got got any news? What are you guys doing? What's the scoop?" They were like, "Well, no, we're not doing anything." I was like, "Um, could you do something? What are you about to do?" And they're like, "Well, we're gonna go play DDR." And I was like, "Okay, can I?" Come with you? Justin. Justin. I, Justin Tyler. This is, no, I want you to know, the feeling that I'm feeling right now it's is shock. pride. It's surprise. No, it's pride. I said, I'm feeling pride that the Justin approached human beings and then invited himself along with That's them. part of being a reporter. That's why I quit, because I was so bad at it. And I was like, are your parents here? And uh, they were like, yeah, no problem. And like, I went to their, their dad, I think. I was like, I gave him the whole spiel. I was like, I'm just going to watch them play DDR and take a couple pictures and then like write about it. And he's like, oh... Okay. What, that, so did that you pitch was, a headline? Did you have a headline to this freaking lo- local? Two boys step right. <laughs> <laughs> local teens play DDR as obese man watches from from fucking Star Wars sheets. Uh, so I went up and sat on their bunk bed and took pictures of these teens playing DDR. <laughs> 
interested. And like, no one knew when there had been enough. Like, I didn't. I, I kept hey, the story. Yo, dog. We got it. Right, yo, I kept waiting for something like. I, I would have known. <laughs> had you invited me along as a so, sort of assistant, I would have been able to tell you, this is enough. <laughs> so I can't wait for something newsworthy to happen. <laughs> well, I did play DDR and it made North Korea change their ways. I'm a, I did one on a corner where there was a sign answer for Pizza Hut and a sign answer for Domino's on opposite corners. See, that, that's an American, the, this American Life episode. Wait, yeah, that was amazing. Called the Pizza Wars. I got uh, 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 an Ohio Associated Press Award for that one. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I was a, I was a prize-winning business reporter back in the day. Um, one last time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the years of listening. Thank you to people who have donated in the past. And please, if you're not donating now or you could donate a little bit more, we ask you to just go to MaximumFun.org and click that donate button and let's just like get it rolling. And then from now on, when you listen to Max Fun shows, you could say, hey, I helped make that. I was part of that and I helped make that. And it, it would really mean a lot to us. So if you could take the time to do that, five, 10, 20 bucks a month. Yeah, even if you can get in at five, five dollars gets you all the bonus content and it, it, it means that you are a member and you support what we do here and we... Um, we appreciate it so much because because of you, we are able to grow and do more um, stuff and take time off from our jobs to go make dumb TV shows or to fly to Portland and go do live shows there, like uh, or donate it to Fushigi Patronage. You one, know, of that, one of those two. One of those one of those two things. Two. One of those two equally responsible. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for these four theme songs into departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Good dude, good band, good tunes, man. <laughs> good times. Good bruise. Good bruise, good tunes. Good waves. Just good dude. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, thanks to, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us. Go check out all the other shows this week. That's a fun thing to do. If you haven't listened to any other Max Fun shows, go go try one out this this week during Max Fun Drive because yeah. everybody's doing their doing their best stuff, putting their best foot forward. So, um, Yeah, and be sure to check out the Still Buffering bonus episode. They did... My sister, my sister, and me. So for their bonus episode, they're taking advice and doing the the bim bam thing. So that's, that's fun. really fun. If you're not listening to that show, you should. Escape. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you want that final? Yeah. I, I also just want to say thank you. Like, yeah, thank I, you. A Max Fun Drive is my favorite time of the year because it, it really, not only is it fun and exciting and we do a lot of bonus stuff and there's a lot of events and everything, but it also is a two-week period where I get to remember, like, be reminded that, like, we wouldn't be where we are we wouldn't have a tv show if it wasn't for support we wouldn't have the opportunities that we've had have come down to being on max fun listeners like you and support and it just it means the world to me and it chokes me up every time every max fun drive i just feel so lucky um mm-hmm. to be part of this network so thank you um here comes that final and it was sent in by amelia Berger. thank you amelia it's by yahoo answers user help me find my son who asks is watching Air Bud on a portable DVD player in my car too intimate for a first date? <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. And my brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.